Rising in the rising sun, the land of bamboo, tinku, and gundam light. I actually use all the time. It's one of the more popular words that I use in my personal speech of Japanese, and I figured I'd talk a little bit more about it today. And that is the term masaka. Masaka is technically an adverb, and however, it's also used as a conjunction, which means it can go right before a verb. But most often it's going to be used in between to connect two sentences together. Now, Maseka is almost exclusively used in negative sentences. And I'll explain why in just two seconds. But before I do that, if you would like to learn the basics of Japanese in 30 days, I recommend you check out my website, manga-sensei.com, where I have tons of useful materials, including the new Japanese 30-day challenge available on my website, my first book. So please check it out. With that, let's talk a little bit more about Masaka. So Masaka is interesting, which because it means I can't believe that. In other words, whatever it's modifying in the sentence, it's setting the, that you didn't believe that something would become reality. So for example, um, if people will tell me all the time, I'm now able to speak Japanese. And a response to that is, ah, good job. Um, but another way to say that question or state make that statement is masaka nihongo nante hanaseru to omoena katta so masaka i don't believe that and then that has a negative sense i don't believe that so we're using that almost as a sound word similar to yappari now a lot of people may know yorimo uh, yoromo which has the very very has a very similar meaning however the main difference between uh, yoro Yomoro, yomoya, sorry, yomoya, I don't know where yomoro came from. Yomoya and masaka is that masaka is used, can be used by itself, where yoromo, yoromo, yomoya has to be used um, with at the beginning of the sentence as a conjunction. Now, um, this is also also going to be tagged onto these negative verbs, most commonly omoonakata or kangainakata or something along the lo those lines. Um, it's also used with a previous grammar point that we talked about, which is hazu. The fun part about masaka is that it's an exclamative. You can say, I, I completely wouldn't have thought that this would have happened. And it could be a positive thing or a negative thing as long as the sentence itself is a negative construction. So, for example, if I wanted to use it in a negative way, masaka tatsumaki ga kuru nante omonakatta. I would have never thought that we would have had a tornado. Now, it's a negative thing. I would have never thought. Now, if I use it in a positive light, Masaka, Oxford ni nyugaku suru nante hazu ga nai desho. Shikashi, dekta yo. I would have never thought that I would have gotten into Oxford. But wouldn't you believe it? I got in. So all of these sentence constructions are going to be, won't you believe it? You can't believe it. And I'm making that statement from my personal area of information, okay? With that, though, I will sign off. Thank you again so much. I really appreciate all the help and insight that people have given into this podcast. We're trying to make these episodes a full, distinct five minutes. So if you have any other questions about Masaka or any other of the grammar points that we'll be talking about this week, please make sure to visit our website. Our website does have all those useful tools as well as a way for me and you to connect so I can... Uh, actually teach you the Japanese that you want to learn. With that, remember, masaka is used to express surprise, can be used sometimes in weird sentences, but let's try to stick with that for now. I'll see you tomorrow. Until then, remember, it takes 10,000 mistakes to become fluent. Therefore, let's make some mistakes. Till tomorrow, Johnny.